welcome to episode 50 of the Smitty FM podcast. I am your co-host, Justin Smitty Smith, and with me as always is my faithful co-host, the Zach Morris, to my AC Slater, Brian Ragayami. Hello, I get that reference and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Zach Morris is not a good dude in that series. Uh, Have you ever seen the that used to be on Funny or Die? Zach yes. Morris is trash. <laughs> yeah, so bad, so bad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, oh well, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. You made the comparison <laughs> now, so it's all right. Uh, man, fifty episode spectacular. <laughs> terrible air oh, horn God. that was terrible I, I, we did not agree on I, we did not agree on that i i don't have official sound effects to put in or anything okay so i gotta do don't the best do it i gotta do the no, best i can no. with what i have God, yeah we're 50 episodes in you wouldn't think it with, with this garbage i mean hey we just keep it going for whatever reason you know i don't know i don't know what to say anyways how you doing I was okay. You were. And then okay. that hot garbage came out, and I mean, I tried. Uh, but yeah, I'm good. Uh, I had had a decent week. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably work wasn't bad. Then uh, today, uh, me and the family had a birthday party to go to for a kid in my oldest who uh, his class, which school just ended, you know, Thursday. And then my mom came with us because she knows the family. And then they all had fun. And then after that, we surprised the boys. And the five of us went and saw Lightyear. Nice. How was that? Which very good. And, you know, I missed a couple pieces here and there. I had to go get a popcorn refill for everyone. I had to take youngest to the bathroom, like, right towards the end. But, you know, missed little pieces. But I'll see it again once it's on Disney+. Plus. But oh, yeah. for what I saw, it was, it was good. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, you know, uh, everyone, you know, a lot of people are whining, so like, oh, well, it doesn't make sense with the other movies, and it literally has text, to. it has text right in the opening of the movie, like, you know, there was a movie that Andy saw as a kid, and then bought the toys from, and then they said, this is that movie, so, like, well, literally, you were watching the movie, that like, what we see is the movie, the but, like, is the movie that came out that Andy went and saw and then bought the toys from, or got the toys from. So, it's, like, cut and dry. Boom. This is that movie. It's not the toy Buzz Lightyear. It's the, you know, movie Buzz Lightyear. I, so, honestly, I had no idea people were having an issue with this and, like, actually trying to put it in the Toy Story timeline. Like... Hello, he was a character that they yeah. created in the world where he's a toy. He's going to have some sort of property that he came from. I mean, yeah. Transformers were toys first, and then they made a cartoon, and then later on movies. Like That's how all this stuff works, even in real life. So why are people like, oh, I don't know how to figure this out? Yeah. <sighs> that's upsetting. But yeah, so it was, it was good. The boys got... We didn't tell them, like, the whole drive up to, we were on Buffalo, awesome. whole drive, pulled in, they, and they, it was movie theater they'd never been to, Regal, on transit. Oh, yeah. Nice. And 
we asked them if they knew where it was, and uh, my oldest was like a movie theater, and my youngest said, Buzz, I hear that movie! And we're like, yeah, and they, they lost it. They got so excited. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, it was a good movie. They had fun with it. Uh, they didn't they didn't really get scared, which I was nervous because there was a couple kind of intense but parts, yeah. but but they did great. And the way things kind of shook out at the end, they got really excited about, and great. it was good, fun movie. I've got to ask: Do they have Zerg telling Buzz that he's his father? No. <laughs> there was a there's a really cool twist with. Zerg. Zerg? Okay, cool. I am looking forward, like, honestly, obviously, I'm very much looking forward to it. Toy Story is one of my favorite franchises ever. So, Lightyear. Like, it looks, it must have been gorgeous. Like, it looked amazing. Yeah, Um, Yeah, very well done. You know, aesthetically, so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Really good movie. So, they had fun with that. Yeah, good day. Awesome. How about you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, uh, I mean, and we had, uh, we had Father's Day this week. We actually celebrated it. Last week we recorded a couple days before. Um, so I'm wearing one of my presents. Um, I see. And then today, the, oh. Okay, okay, but, okay, you're wearing one of the presents. Oh, sorry, sorry, wearing them. Uh, my headset. I have a, I have a new headset. It's a very nice Astro headset, and for anybody that knows, Astro makes very nice, very comfortable gaming headsets that sound very nice, and uh, that is all true. This headset is amazing. So, um, my family also got me um, comic books that are made after each episode of uh, the show about Jesus and his disciples called The Chosen. The first issue that I didn't get with the ones that grace ordered uh we accidentally got issues two and three uh issue one they sent to us uh you know they're just like hey keep book three you don't have to send it back or anything and we'll send you book one since that's what you ordered and so now i've got the first three issues the the, uh, issue one came in today Um, yeah so that's exciting and then um yeah i mean work uh work was fine got hot the last couple days um yeah. today towards the end was pretty gross but um overall not too bad and um watched a lot of stuff this week we watched episode three of miss marvel we watched yep, same here. um uh we watched the finale of obi-wan and last night, Grace and I watched uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because that came to Disney Plus this week as well. And we have I have thoughts on that, but Smitty and I, for those that don't remember, haven't been listening the last couple weeks, today is the last episode that we're uh, recording before we take a summer break. We'll be coming yep. back at the beginning of the next school year in September. Um, and so... Uh, over the summer, there's also going to be Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, the last three episodes, right? There's doing six episodes of Miss Marvel. I believe so. Um, we'll probably so when we come back, we're gonna have at least a lot of Marvel stuff to talk about. Yes. Um, and so we're excited about that. We wanted to end this, you know, before our break on episode fifty, timed out perfectly. Uh, and so, so yeah, I have I have many thoughts on Doctor Strange. I'll probably watch it another one, 
one or two times over the summer to keep it fresh in my head. Um, but we cannot wait for Thor Love and Thunder. Grace looked it up. It is coming to our dollar theater the day before its official release. Really? Yes. I, That's I don't, so weird. I don't know what is so special about our dollar theater out here. But we get movies there like the week that they release. Um, I don't know how they pull it off other than maybe they're able to charge less because they've only got the one screen. So, um, Wow, yeah, so they only have one movie. Yeah, so it's just the one movie uh, and they've got really good deals on food and stuff. I mean, you can still end up spending a lot of money, but um, oh, definitely, yeah. definitely better prices than you know Regal or amc or whatever um we have a place out here called the movie tavern where you can buy like full-on meals so oh wow yeah uh it's really nice but again very expensive because it's at a movie theater so um but yeah so that's that's about it for me this week and uh, you know we're just uh i got isaiah's here for next three more days been here sent with us since thursday evening and um, wow, that's awesome! Yeah, so and they're uh, him and Mateo. We're letting them since it's it's summer break now. They're gonna yes. stay up. And when I came downstairs to record with you, they were playing Nintendo Switch Sports. Um, nice. So yeah, which they you were just got yesterday. Which I just got yesterday, and they so I got to hear that whole interaction. <laughs> yes, you did. You were in my ear as I was talking with the GameStop people. Um, yes, and all uh, your. Weird, nerdy questions. Uh-huh, because I am that person. Yeah. Um, but I will say, years ago, when I was visiting a GameStop, a different GameStop in this area, um, I was actually, I ended up helping, like, a, like a middle-aged mom pick out a game for her, for her teenage son that was with her. Oh, really? Yes, they were there. I overheard them. I couldn't help myself. And I kind of hopped in. I was like, hey, if he likes this stuff, maybe he'll, you know, like this game or something like that. Because they were looking for a specific game that they didn't have. So I tried to, like, recommend something along the same lines. I have no idea what the games were. But after they left and before I left, the the uh, GameStop attendant, he, before, you know, he, like, kind of called me aside. He's like, hey, uh, you want to work here? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have a full-time job right now. Like, I'm good. I'm like, thank you very much. Like, I'm flattered. But, um, you know, I'll uh, I'll stick with the full-time job I've got now. So, um, so yeah, uh, that can, you know, bite you in the butt where if you know too much about games, they try to get you to work at GameStop. And <laughs> I love the guys that work there. They're actually very friendly and very nice, and they love video games. But... I wouldn't want to work there, I don't think. So, But they were very helpful, and yeah, I got Nintendo Switch Sports. I got the Mario Strikers uh, soccer game on the Switch, and that's also very fun. Um, I won a round of bowling on the Nintendo Switch Sports, like online bowling, and and then got dominated the two rounds after that. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's a lot of fun. It's a very cool game. It's very, like, it's got kind of the same like music and feel of Wii Sports like they're trying to emulate that but just kind of excuse me everything like updated you know like the the way the characters look and move and everything like that so it's really neat it's uh it's very yeah. fun and it's getting my boys like my boys are you know they couldn't go outside really 
today very long because it was so hot and humid. So, you know, it was a nice alternative to let them be inside and they're, you know, they have to use the motion controls and move around and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, nice little alternative for them. So, Good. yeah. But moving on from that, Smitty, uh, I told you that I have a game for you this week. I, told, I also told you I was kicking myself that I hadn't come up with it sooner. Okay? Okay. This game, it's not really a game. It's not even really... It's more like trivia kind of thing, but it's trivia that's right up your alley. Okay. I'm going to ask you ten different bands. Okay. You are going to tell me their band member lineup. Okay. Okay? Right, you don't seem see so confident. Well, I mean, well, A, I didn't know this, you know, <laughs> going in. Yes. Some of these quizzes, you tell me. This one, you asked me if I wanted to know, and I said, eh, we'll go in blind. Yes. So, I, I didn't know. You Which said I always think is alley. more so fun we'll, to go in blind. Yeah. But. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see, depending on, well, yeah. yeah. So, how many okay. you got? I've got ten. We're doing okay. ten. Okay. Okay. All right. And, and uh, I'm not going to cheat like the uh, hockey <laughs> and baseball one and look them up. So. Yeah, you jerk. <sighs> so bitter about that. Not yeah, really. but it that was so funny. funny. It was funny. It was so funny. funny. It was very funny. So, uh, All right. okay. So let's, let's do this. Thing. Here we go. I I got like I want to say the first three. I'm hoping are softballs for you. Okay. All right. I'm just toss you don't, them over. The okay. Just, just come on. Here we go. Pull the bandaid. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Band one. Foo Fighters. I knew they were I'm like, they have to be on here. <laughs> All right. Dave Grohl, uh-huh. Pat Smear, uh-huh. Nate Mendelson, Chris yeah. Shefliff, R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. And then I will say the newest addition is, his name is Raffi something. Yeah. I can't remember how, I can't remember his last name. I, I saw the last to, name on Wikipedia. I don't know how to pronounce he, it either. He used to be like a supporting member, and then uh-huh. like the last two albums, he then became an official member of the band. Nice. So he's in there, but I I don't know his last name. But I have all the. the I think it starts guys. with an A. I think it started with an A. Something. And like, yeah. But I mean, I got it. I, yeah. Oh yeah, you got it. You nailed it. Nailed all it. right. All right. Uh, and there are a couple bands that I have, I've kept the tabs up, because I want to see if you can get former members. Oh. Uh, okay. We'll see. So, okay. Anyways, uh, Beatles. Paul McCartney, mm-hmm. John Lennon, mm-hmm. George Harrison, Ringo Starr. Yes, and you almost, you switched Ringo Starr and George Harrison. You almost gave them to me in the order that I have them written down. Oh. <laughs> uh, Blink-182. Mark Compass, Tom DeLonge, Travis Barker. There was a previous drummer before Travis Barker. I want to say his name was Scott. Uh-huh. Scott something. But I don't know the last name, but I know uh, it's Scott. But I also, it's, it's... when I looked it up, Tom oh, DeLong. and Matt Skiba. And yes. Matt Skiba yes. has he's replaced a, Tom technically, DeLong. Yeah, he's technically the current member. Not yes. Tom DeLong. But but the that the lineup that everybody knows is Hoppus Parker. It is Mark Tom Long. Travis. Yeah. 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 I like that I said the last name. You just said the first name. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Well, because they had a tour at one point called the Mark, Mark Tom and Travis show. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. That's, I mean, hey, it's on the nose, but it works. Yeah. yeah. Next. So far, you're three for three. Next. Yeah. Pillar. 
Okay. I don't know all of their last names. Okay. I know all the first names. Okay. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, yeah. I know the lead singer is Rob. Uh-huh. Do you, you don't remember his last name at all? Because I can just give it to you. <sighs> no, I, I don't. Okay. Beckley. Beckley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah okay. is the guitarist. Mm-hmm. Don't know his last name. You want it? You want it? Yeah. Uh, Henson. Henson. Okay. Yes. So the bassist, I know you told me recently his real name, but he went by Kalel yep. as a Superman. As a Superman. And you just like the other day we uh-huh. were just talking about him. I sure Back, did. I can't remember because I know mo- the other name has stuck with me. So I know Kalel, but like yes. I know who he is. Like I can see him. Obviously, I'm gonna give it to you because that was yeah. the name he went by for the longest time while he was a pillar. I didn't even yeah. know his real name until they broke up. Michael yeah, which was Wittig. Michael. Michael Wittig. And then the drummer Wittig. is Lester. Yep, and his last name is Estelle. And Estelle. Okay. Estelle. Yeah, so, like, that's a band. Or yeah. like, because, like, you know, they're not obviously not as big not as, like, like yeah. Beatles, Foo Fighters. Like, but we were into like, them, and we knew right. them, yeah. But, like, I'm saying, like, how the other people, like, the other bands, yeah. those, like, members are, like, celebrities. Yes. Or, like, yeah. you know the names. Where, like, yeah, like, I was in the Pillar, had numerous mm-hmm. albums, we saw them numerous yep. times together. So it's, like, I know all their first names. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know any of their last names. Yeah. Like, they're not, obviously, nowhere near the level of celebrity as the first three bands. Right. And, you know, like, Rob Beckley has been a pastor for the last, like, ten years, I think. Oh, uh, Noah Henson now plays guitar on a country band. Uh, he actually was at WrestleMania. He was in one of the oh, bands. Oh, yeah. That, you remember seeing yeah, him? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he did, like, the, Zach Brown the, the band? National... No, it no. was... I, for... I forget was their someone. name. Like, it's like... Like, Zach Brown Band is a band... Yeah. Whereas whoever this country person was, it's that whole thing where, like, it's the person, and oh, then they and then, have a and band they, they with a band. them. Yeah, like, yeah. their band. Yeah, and then I remember later on in the show, WrestleMania, I saw they them him. ringside. <laughs> yeah, front row. Oh, and I was so Lester, jealous. <laughs> yeah, and then Lester jumps for Kelly Clarkson, yes, and you he said does. he's on her show. Yes, he is. Every time, like, Grace will have it on every once in a while, because she loves Kelly Clarkson. And, so does my wife. Yes, my wife. And uh, <laughs> um, and I see him. I'm like, hey, I know that guy. I've talked with that guy personally. A like few personally, times. <laughs> we have met him. Yeah. yeah, like, and that's how cool they are. Is like, to us, they're kind of celebrities. Yeah. Obviously, nowhere near. Because we were in them. Yeah, they would be like Z, not Z list, but like no, not that bad, but M list. Okay, okay, that's come on. But like, Let's yeah, they're, they're just so approachable. Got distracted. Alright, number five. Okay, so that was okay, so that was four, so yep. round five. Okay. Jimmy Eat World. Ooh, okay. That's one of my favorite bands. Uh-huh. I don't know all their names. I, I didn't know, know that for I didn't know any of their names until I looked this up. Well, one of them is pretty blatantly obvious. Well, yes, I I know that now. Yeah. Jim Atkins, <laughs> yeah. lead singer. He was the only one that had a link to his own Wikipedia page. I want to say one of them is Zach. I think the drummer. I didn't. I didn't write down the. So I will. I don't know the other two. You have the first name. So you have Jim and Zach. 
So the Zach Zach Lind. Zach Lind. Okay, I don't know the other two. Tom Linton. Wait, what? Oh, Tom. All right. Tom Linton and Rick All right. Rick Birch. Alright, yeah. I wasn't gonna get those. Yeah. I mean Again, I... another band I've seen numerous times, but it's just <laughs> like they are definitely more the collective for like I know Jimmy World, but I don't Yeah. Kinda all like right. kinda like when I'll you're take... a kid, you don't know anybody that's in a band. You just think they all are that name. Yeah. <laughs> um next. Taking Back Sunday. Ooh, okay. Alright, this one's tricky. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot. There, I'm like, hold on. What? I'll tell you, there's four for, like, the main list that I that I was given right. on Wikipedia. So, Adam Lazara. Yep. John Nolan. Yep. Mark, Mark O'Connell um, McConnell. O'Connell. Yep, yep. O'Connell. Yep. Sean, 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 Sean. Got the first name. I know. I know his last name. Sean. Nah, I get. I. I'm going blank. What's the last name for Sean? Cooper. Coop. Cooper. Oh. <laughs> like as you, I'm like ah oh, Cooper. And then there was, there was Eddie Reyes, who is a former member. So, oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Uh, former. Uh, yep, Eddie Reyes, yep. Eddie Reyes. Uh, Fred, however you say his last name, Fred. Starts with an M. I, I, it's a name I always had a hard time saying, so I can't. Mascherino. Mascherino. That's my best guess on how to say it. And then there was, uh,. Matthew, Matt Rubano was uh-huh. a former bassist. Another Matt slash Matthew in there. Last name you might pronounce as a certain... Just say puppet? it. Just say it. Matthew, Just say it. Matthew Fozzi. Oh, yeah. He was only in the band for a couple years. Yeah, he was in for a very small time. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he was like one album, I think. Yeah. But yeah, Jesse, I mean Jesse Lacey, Lachey, that oh, who is oh. the lead singer of Brand New. Oh, neat! And yeah. Stephen De Joseph. I don't know. That okay. wasn't like a okay. main. But yeah, you got but, you. You worked through a few of the former band members too. That was good. Yeah, well, because like Eddie Reyes was one of the founding members. He was in it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then Fred and Marabano were in when the other two, when John and Sean left, those two came in. Mm-hmm. They were on for a few albums, and then when they brought the original lineup back, those two got moved out. Were the two that you were talking about that broke away, or were they the ones John, that formed Straylight Run? Yes, okay. John Nolan and Sean Cooper. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. When I had my emo phase, I liked Straylight Run. Tried listening I like to them, them too. Again. Yeah. Big Mix Sunday, definitely more so. Yes. But. Yes. Uh, yeah. Next band. Thrice. Ooh, okay. Dustin Kentru. Tempe. I don't know how his last name. It's tricky. Taranishi. Yeah. 
and then Riley and Ed are brothers, and it's... It's a fancy name. <sighs> it sounds like... It doesn't sound like they should be part of a cool band. Yeah, I, I know the name, <laughs> but it's not one that's on to my tongue. I don't they, got it. They sound like... Just the, say it. Just say it. Stop selling stuff. No, no, no I know. I, I'm, I'm saying Breckenridge. It sounds like the last name of, like, an 80s uh, high school villain. Well, it's like a ski resort, I think, out in, like, California. Oh, is it? Breckenridge, yes. I know that because I follow Riley, I think, on Instagram. Okay. Now, which one's the drummer? Which one's the bassist? Riley is the drummer. Ed is the bassist. Gotcha. I believe. Okay. Now, I saved the tab on this one because this band has gone through lineup changes okay what number are we on eight all right this is eight okay metallica all right well james hetfield yep. kirk hammond yep. lars ulrich yep so there was jason newstead who was oh. my what what do you mean hold on sorry i guess I'm getting to the tab. Hold on. Right. Well, it's like one of those where, like, shouldn't you have that tab open? If I you're going no, to I, that I, band? I switched over to it, and now, okay, what was the name you just said? Jason Newstead. Yep. Was the bassist when I got into the band. So, like, mm-hmm. for my version of Metallica, it's Jason Newstead. Yep. Cliff Burden was the first bassist who had passed away. Yep. 86. There's Dave Mustaine, who was the guitarist for a little bit before Kirk Hammond, and then you have the current bassist. Rob Trujillo. Dave yeah. Mustaine, didn't he break away to perform Megadeth. To, for Megadeth? That's right. Well, he got, well, he didn't break away. He got fired. Oh. Like, oh, I didn't was, know he got fired. Yeah. like Oh. I remember because I remember back in the uh, behind the music days. Oh, yes. Because uh, oh. like, he was having you know little drinky-drinky problems, I think, oh. or getting angry when he drank. Okay. And then they fired him. And then he formed Megadeth. Wow, uh, I didn't, I didn't know he got fired from the band. If, yeah, if I remember oh, correctly, it's been a while since I watched it behind the music. Okay, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I, oh wow, I didn't know. And then there's there's another person on here, Ron McGovney, but it says yeah, bass no backing vocals from '81 to '82. So he was literally with the band for a year. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I know you're a music nerd, so I wasn't sure if you knew, yes. you know, that much. No, I don't know that one. Okay, but I know all the other ones for that. Gotcha. Yeah, you did. You nailed that one. Yeah. Next. One one time they were like one of my favorite bands. Yeah. So I was really oh, yeah. into them. For every a time while. we almost uh, there was a there was a period where every time we hung out, whenever we were in your car, it was Metallica. It was just Metallica. Yeah. You were throwing in at the S&M album. You were throwing in the Black album. S&M was such a good album. So good. And for those who don't know, it stands for Symphony and Metallica. Metallica. Yes. There was a live show they did where it was them performing like the San Francisco San Francisco Symphony, oh. and like they had a couple songs on it that were like for that show. Like there was, I think, No Leaf Clover was the song title. Okay. And it was really good, but then it was like a lot of their classic songs with like a symphony. It was so good. Yeah, my my uncle had that album, and it was just like 
like your head just mm-hmm. oh it's so good like i can hear one of the it songs in my head work. right now like it I'll shouldn't to, work but it does when we're, done, when we're done recording i'll have you pull up the one song i'm thinking of i think it was no leaf clover okay it was really good okay yeah that was this, like i'm not really into them that much anymore i might have to go back and listen to that again because i remember that was really good yeah so good okay next number nine two more Yep, you got two Just more. Just one more. Okay. Yep. Fallout Boy. Okay, you got Patrick Stump. Yep. Pete Wentz. Yep. Joe. Joe. Troman. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Andy. Mm-hmm. I I don't got the last name. I know it. Once you say it, I'll be like, oh yeah. But I know it's Andy something. Hurley. Hurley. I thought Hurley. you were. I thought okay. you were gonna. I thought you were gonna finish it. No, <laughs> Once I'm like, I started. I, I'm like, I need you to say this name for me. <laughs> Andy Hurley. Yep. All right. Again, still gonna give it to you. And then yeah. this yeah. is the this is the last one that I have the. Uh, All uh, right. Weezer. Rivers Cuomo. Pat Wilson. The guitar says Brian. Brian Bell, I believe. And then the bassist is Scott. Oh. Scott uh, something, because. And then the former bassist was. two of them yeah there was the original bassist and there was one guy for a little bit and then Scott who's been in for a long time now uh, um, the one former bassist died 11 years ago oh jeez what's uh, the current guy Scott what's his last Scott name Scott Schreiner oh uh, yeah and then what were the other two I, I don't have them So Matt Sharp yeah. And Mikey Welsh. I says think Mikey he was, was with them from 98 to 2001 and then died in 2011. Okay, then he was the second one then. Yeah. Alright. Yep. Dang. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, And then Smitty. Have you seen Weezer live? Oh, we're just going to slide. We're I think going we already right did them. Did we do Weezer? I think we did. Okay. Because I can't... <laughs> I should have been keeping a list yeah. of bands that I've asked you. Uh, yeah, you really should have. So, hold on, I, hold on. I had some other bands written down. I, 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 I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain we've talked about Weezer. I mean, you know what? Let's just talk about it, because I can't remember. I know I can't remember if we have or not either. <laughs> All right, let's talk or, about them. Or we can pause. I can ask my wife if I have, if we have or not, because I can't remember. <laughs> does she? Does she remember? I don't know. I'm gonna text her right now. We'll okay. talk about them. I'm okay. gonna text her right now. Like, <laughs> hey, have yeah. we have we talked about Weezer before? See, you, you guys are you guys are getting a look at how the sausage is made yeah. <laughs> from a but from a couple of guys that have no idea how to do a podcast. We just know how to click record. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Hold on. Alright. Um, so I just texted her. But, uh, so Weezer. Yes. yes. I have seen Weezer. Yeah, I've seen Weezer. Uh, three times. Three times. Okay. Twice in one summer. Uh, you just texted wait, me. Wait, that, that sent you. <laughs> you said, you oh, sent it to me. Oh, man. <laughs> I, saw... I don't oh. know if we have. That's why you texted me. You got to text up. Mrs. Smitty. <laughs> Shut up. All right. No, sorry, sorry. Oh, that's great. I hate you. Uh, so, first time I saw them... I want to say summer of 2011. Okay. Maybe. 20. I think it was 2011. Solomon C. Mac. I'm Canandaigua. Okay. Awesome show. Was super excited about it. They did, like, you know, all the hits, all mm-hmm. the classics. Oh. Wait, let me see. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Text her if we talked about them. She was, and she had an autocorrect. Says, like, in a has snotty seen them? Just, haha, has smitty. <laughs> I'm and gonna start calling you snotty now. Yeah, the snotty <laughs> FM podcast. Yeah. Uh, she says she wants to say yes. So, but you know what? We're just gonna go with it anyways. <laughs> what the heck? What the uh, heck? Yeah, I do think we've talked about this before. I, I but think we'll we do it have. again. I think we have. Now do we want to hop into kind of, It's kind of coming back to me. Have do we, we want to hop into another man quick? Uh, or? Uh, okay, I'll ask you about another one that you seem pretty knowledgeable about. Okay. Have you seen Metallica? Yes. Yes, you have seen Metallica. That's another one I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you didn't take a list on this. Oh, uh, uh, no. I saw... Are we just gonna? Hey, this is fifty episode day. <laughs> yeah, we are going on break in just stunning fashion. Oh, this, um, is, this is wonderful. Um. <laughs> okay, hold on. Scrap it. Right. Time hey, out. Here, just pause it. Pause Time it. Out. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a quick momentary break. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. We're back. And um, so, according to Mrs. Smitty, we have not talked. She about doesn't believe so. Metallica. She doesn't believe so. We're trusting her instinct on this one. Yes. Because apparently, I don't know how to keep track of things. Not apparently. It's <laughs> oh, it's very clear. apparent. It's very yes. apparent that I don't know how to keep track of things. So, Smitty, again, have you seen Metallica? <laughs> <laughs> so anticlimactic. It is very uh, yes. anticlimactic. I have seen Metallica. Okay. One time. One time. Uh, was October of 2004. Okay. Uh, was my parents got me a ticket for my, which was then my 21st birthday. Mm. Did they get yeah, you I mean, soft show, up before the, you went? The show wasn't on my birthday. Ah. Uh, Okay. It, but like the ticket was for my birthday, but it was like gotcha. later that month. Okay. Uh, in Buffalo, with, so you could have been uh, sauced up. I, yeah, <laughs> sauced up. <laughs> You're such an idiot. 
<laughs> One of my uh, high school, like childhood and high school friend Ben Fund. Uh, him and I went, and was he a was... Fund guy? <laughs> you really suck tonight. Fifty episodes. You've been dealing with this yeah. for fifty episodes. I know. <laughs> yeah, think like, oh God, we're taking a break. Thank God. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyways, Ben and I went. It was at at the time HSBC Arena in Buffalo. Okay. Uh they would do a their stage was like in the middle of the flooring, like in like you know, in the in the round style, but yeah. it was a like squared stage though. And like a squared circle. No, God, what is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> Like, can I get, like, one or two sentences out before you make some no. terrible pun or comment? <laughs> no, no, like, you can't. Good Lord. I gotta know, did Lars get lifted up and then have his drum kit, like, spin around on, like, a special... Thing? Well, no, he can get lifted up. That's... Oh. No. But what it was, was they had, like, the square stage, but then mm. in the middle... On a like giant circle, they did have a rotating platform that his drum kit was on. Oh, cool! So during the course of the show, like he'd start here and then uh-huh. like he'd kind of gradually go this Very way, slowly gradually. Turn. Oh, cool! So then, like over the course of the show, he like made like a rotation through the stage. Nice. So like everyone on the floor, like every area, kind of got to see him. Yeah, that's really cool. And like you know. There are points like we were near one of the corners, and there were points where like you know James and Kirk were going to the corner, and we were like twenty feet away from them. And That's awesome. uh, the only, uh, and it was, uh, it was when they were touring off of the Saint Anger album, which at the time I liked, but at the time I liked it because I was like, yeah, new Metallica, because like I said, well, yeah, you get point, excited was... about a new album from one yeah. of your favorite bands, but I remember listening to that one with you, and I was like, ugh, I don't like this. Yeah, Lars' drums were terrible, like, the cymbals were really bad, and but I liked it at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and so it was Rob Trujillo on bass, so I was bummed that I never got to see Jason Newstead because he, like yeah. I said, he was like the version of Metallica that I was like got into and all that. So, but they did an amazing show. Uh, I will say, Godsmack opened for them, and I had seen them on their own headlining tour years before that, and they like put on a better show opening for Metallica. It's yeah. like, okay, we're here for Metallica fans. We really gotta bring our stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Metallica, it was great. It was. Like amazing, just like all the songs I wanted to hear, and yeah, just yeah, they put on a heck of a show. And like I said, this was a long time ago, but it was. I remember, like, my parents, like, I had gotten like a t shirt and a long sleeve shirt, and like (laughs) the the, like program book, like, it was like the I might not never see them again, so I'm gonna try and go and get like everything. And you were right because you haven't seen them since, yeah. Uh, the last two times they've been in the area. Uh, ticket they've sold out and tickets were mad expensive and they're going to be at Highmark Stadium I think in September where's that in like the bills 
Stadium. Oh, it's called I I, I forgot. Last I knew, the Bills yeah. Stadium was New Era Field. So yeah, they yeah, it's Highmark Stadium. Highmark Stadium. So they're playing that this summer. Okay. Yeah, but, those, um, those shows aren't cheap. <laughs> stadium no. shows like that. Which is unfortunate because unless you're really close, they're terrible seats, I would think. But oh yeah. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, so I saw them. They were awesome. It was like one of those, like, okay, I saw them once. I really haven't been into much of their music since, so I don't need to hear anything else. I heard all all the stuff I wanted to hear, and it was good. So yeah, I saw them. Nice. Yeah, uh, I've never seen them live. I don't think I ever will. Uh, they're, they're old, um, and they're expensive. So... Um, most likely I will not see them live, but I do like a lot of their songs. I think the first stuff I was introduced, uh, of their stuff, it was, uh, Black Album, um, yep. and, which is very, very good. Um, and then I think the older stuff I first was introduced to by you with Master of Puppets, um, ma- mainly maybe just that song. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and because of the high school musical uh, thing that we did, but um, but yeah, I, I like a lot of Metallica's music. Um, they're not not my favorite band by any means, but they do have really really awesome songs. I loved. I think it was maybe a year or two after you saw them live. They had that MTV Icon show. Yeah, and I was super into that. I don't know why they never kept that going. Maybe because it was really expensive to do. But just like those shows were amazing. They did one for Janet Jackson, Metallica, and I want to say one or two more people. And they were amazing because they had current artists perform songs by the band that they were honoring. And Korn did Metallica's song one. And it was oh, yeah. awesome. Jonathan Davis is up there and he's banging, doing head banging, and like his dreads are just going everywhere. It looked awesome. Like he just looked like he was having the time of his life, and it was great. Um, so, but yeah, uh, Metallica, Metallica's cool. Um, Lars, I don't know. He he doesn't seem like a chill dude. He seems really uh-huh. like really intense and you know i don't know um but i mean they they make they make cool music so but uh yeah yeah, so cool well that was an eventful has have you seen them we went on a roller coaster with that one we we went on a ride and it's all my fault so it really uh, is it really is but uh but smitty We've been trying to talk Hi. about these movies, yeah, for like four or five weeks now. Um, we want to talk about the X Men movies. There's a lot. Um, if you, we don't, we're not including the Deadpool movies and the and New no. Mutants. We're starting Again. ours at yeah. Dark Phoenix, even though we've never seen it. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, nine movies to talk about in the X Men cinematic universe. Uh, I'm sorry, how many? Nine. All right. It kind of it's it's cool because it's kind of like broken up nine that we've seen, um, and 
it's kind of cool because it's like kind of three different trilogies, almost like Star Wars. Um, yeah. But you got the the first three. You got the Wolverine side stories uh, that kind of connect, and then you've got the kind of the prequel sequels. Um, and where do you want to start? Do, do we want to go in chronological order here, or how do you how do you want to uh, how do you want to tackle these? I guess let's go with that uh, first trilogy okay. first. Okay. Because that was yeah, like what? what was like, the you know, what kicked it off? What? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh. So yeah, the original I did not see in theaters. I don't even think I knew about it until it was out on DVD. Um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't, uh, I don't know if I was actually following like superhero movies at the time. Cause really at this time we still definitely didn't have a lot of Marvel stuff. It was DC stuff in the nineties. It was, it was the Batman movies. That was kind of pretty much it as far as like, you know, mainstream superhero stuff. So, X-Men kind of kicked it off and then led us into all the Marvel stuff. It was like Spider-Man and, um, you know, and then years later starting with MCU. But um, but X-Men, I really like the first two especially. But the first one, well, yeah. uh, besides some, besides some like really goofy things, because um, it is goofy, uh, the first one is, the first one's pretty dang good. Yeah, uh, solid movie. Um, yeah, you know, kind of like did did the best they had for that with that time frame for as yeah. far as like effects and all that. But oh, pardon me. Uh, but you know, solid movie. You know, launched so many careers. Like no one in America had heard of Hugh Jackman. Jackman and or Ian McKellen. Well. No, because it was before Lord of the Rings. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he wasn't. Like, he wasn't a really known. a known commodity in America until this, and then the next year was Lord of the Rings. Uh, and then James uh, Marston. 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 Yep. Uh, but, like, you know, just fun movie, you know? Yeah. Took a different approach, and, like, you know, the style, like, Going into it, people are like, well, why are they wearing, like, the costumes? And it's like, you know, they're trying to make it look realistic, and they poke fun of it in the movie. Yes, they do. What do you want like, us to wear, know. yellow spandex? Yeah. <laughs> and no. it's like, yes, 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 we do. Yes, that's what we want. You can make it look good. The MCU has, has shown that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, the first one, just kind of, like... Looking back at it, it's just like, oh, it's just like a baby of a movie. Like, it trying is. to, like, figure it out because there wasn't, like, a blueprint yeah. yet. And, like, no, now there kind of is. And, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, grand now, like, the MCU is kind of broken away from, like, their own blueprint because it's of how massive it is. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, just solid movie. You know, nothing, like, I wouldn't say amazing. Like, no, not no one really. Like, no one, like, knocked it out of the park. There like, are you know, some James, pretty bad parts. Like, James' Cyclops is very wooden, I would yeah. say. 
And I guess, like, you know, even the cartoon, like, they had Cyclops be, like, you know, the goody two-shoe Boy Scout. Yeah, he was supposed to be the leader. Yeah, and... But still, like, I remember seeing that, like... Like, and, you know, being a kid who grew up watching the cartoon, reading the comics, having the action figures... Oh, yeah. I was like, there's a live-action dude on the screen with claws. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Sabretooth in that movie was bad. Yeah. Real bad Sabretooth. Yep. (laughs) And. Like, like pretty much a mute. Yeah. Didn't sound like he would, like, it's talk to him and he'd just, like, growl or grunt. It's like, okay, like, you go, like, watch the cartoon. Dude, talk to. (laughs) Watch the cartoon, read the comics. He talks so much trash. Yeah. Yeah. He. In the cartoon. In the cartoon, he talks so much trash. Yeah, because he was, you know, spoilers for the other movies that we're going to talk about. He's Logan's brother and is this has basically the same powers except stronger. So, yeah, he's yeah. going to talk smack to his brother. But no, in this, he just like he sounds like the lion from Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah. it's so weird. Well, I mean, not even the lion from Wizard of Oz, at least. Talked, talked and had a personality. Yeah, 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 more like just the roar of the lion. But like, yeah, it, it was it was before you had you know production teams who had people on them that actually cared about the property as well. You know, like they yeah. cared about the property enough to like make it good enough that it will make money to get them the sequel. That was about it. They didn't care about the source material. They're just like ah. He's a he's a animal. He's a man animal. We'll you know yeah um, do that. So, but I mean, but yeah, so it was it was cool. It was a it was a cool. It was cool to see the 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 academy the the um, or, um institute the institute. Thank you. Xavier's I, institute. Yes, thank you. I, I knew it was like it was one of those fancy education the words. Yeah, the school. The school. Like it was cool to Those see fancy education words. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> hey, uh, so um, we had you know you, you could actually see inside. We could see inside the school and like it looked big, you know, like like the, whatever sets they used make it look really big, and so um, you know like. You had you had Xavier and you know Logan, Logan over here, Logan, Logan. Like, you know, oh yeah, Logan. like him, like yeah. him. But like, yeah, I mean, that was it was cool. And yeah, the Blackbird, their 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 jet looked yeah, awesome. Even in yeah. two thousand, it looked awesome, and it's and like awesome, so. Remember how they had like the basketball court and like yeah. open up like the ball falling yep. in as they're yep. like. How many like, balls man, do they I, go through, man? <laughs> like half their budget is basketball. It's got to be. It's got to be. Now, not the retracting basketball court, not the jet. No. That they never really go into that much. Like, okay, dude, how do you? Where's the funding for this? <laughs> yeah, you're a secret like black ops group. Yeah, like it's all that. Dude, it's all that state no tax money for being funding. a school. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. School for gifted children, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they never do explain. Um, is he is is Xavier supposed to be one of the richer people in the Marvel universe? 
Because they never actually do say that. Like, obviously, you got, I like, Iron know. Man, you know, T'Challa, uh, all those guys. But, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, uh, but, yeah. So, first yeah, X-Men, first you know, like I said, like. It was a know, stepping stone go, to some yeah, to greater like I said, going back, probably, like, it's got some cringeworthy moments. Oh, yeah. But, you know, still just That's a fun watch. Uh, second one, remember, that came out really strong. Like, yes. The opening sequence being that like uh, Nightcrawler oh, and the White gosh. House, like that so was like good. oh, so good. That yeah, scene just, is like, still great. Like, poof, poof, poof. like and then kicking this guy and then boom, pop yeah. over here and just like oh. did show like the door open just like billowing like his like teleporting smoke and yeah, and dude at like playing as him in you know some of the video games when I saw him doing his thing in the movie, I was like, oh, that's Nightcrawler. Oh my gosh. That's, like, I was geeking out so hard because they were putting Nightcrawler in a movie and it was amazing. Kurt Wagner. Uh, like, Kurt it was Wagner. it was so cool. Like, that opening scene, yeah. Like, what a way to kick off that movie. And then, and then they do some things where it's like, how do the mechanics of these things work? But... If you treat it like the movie, you like if you treat it like how you should, where you turn your brain off while you're watching it and just enjoy the ride, it's a lot of fun. But you get like that that museum scene where Xavier freezes time for just the people there, you know? Yeah, I uh, see. I don't remember. It's been a long time it's been a long since I've seen that movie. Yeah. I will remember the first. Well, I'm saying will remember. I do remember first time I saw it. Was I had gotten, you know, back the perks of being a DJ mm-hmm. at the college. Oh, yeah. That there was, like, like midnight screenings or midnight showings. And I remember at the Batavia Movie Theater, they had a Thursday night midnight showing. And the now Mrs. Smitty, who at the yeah. time was just, like, my, my girlfriend in college. Yep. Remember, her and I went. I'm pretty sure she fell asleep towards the end because it was like, you know, didn't start till like 1201. Yeah. And because back when movies were like very strict about that, like, yeah. they can't, new movies can't come out until Friday. It'd be like 1201. <laughs> now, now they now release it like, on Tuesday, but still call it a Thursday at six o'clock release. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I remember like at the end, like, don't remember a ton about a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just remember at the end, like, you know, how, like, Jean Grey gets, like, drowned by the water. And then yes. at the end, they show, like, that very faint phoenix yes. in the water. And I just remember, like, oh, my God, the phoenix. <laughs> and were you smacking her, waking her up? Is that what that was? <laughs> Possibly. There's a good chance. I Obviously, this is an audio podcast, so nobody saw what I saw. But Smitty was miming that he was like smacking, I would hope a chair next to him, an empty chair, not necessarily that his, his then girlfriend, now wife was sitting next to him and she fell asleep and he was violently waking her up. Well, I mean, you were like, yeah, I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Um, okay. So, while the Phoenix thing was cool because it's like, oh, we're getting the Phoenix. That whole scene is pretty bad. Which 
Which scene? Before she drowns, where she's telling all, like, she's shutting the plane down, or, like, doing the autopilot, like, while she's outside the plane. Yeah. Storm controls. Like I said, I don't remember a lot of that. It's the whole team in the plane. Jean Grey is outside the plane, and she's, like, holding back the water while trying to lift the plane out of the water so it can fly away. Okay. You have Storm on your team. She is the master of the elements of, like, weather and wind and stuff. Just, just blow the water away. And then, like, this wasn't a necessary sacrifice. And then as soon as the water cascades over her, both um, uh, Wolverine and Cyclops, they're, like, crying. They're like, oh, my gosh, she's gone. She's gone. And then (laughs) Logan's telling Cyclops, like, it was always you, man. She was she was gonna choose you. Like, yeah, she was gonna choose me because I was her husband. Of course, she was gonna choose me. Like that whole. Were they married? Were they married at that point? I, in the I yes. I at some point in the movie they they do mention that they were married. Like she says, oh. I married I married the nice guy. Um, but oh, see, I don't remember that. Yeah, it it was there were there were parts about it that were weird, but it was still fun. Like. It was it was some of the best stuff we had at that time because that was two thousand. Oh yeah, no, right at the time it was yeah, it, it was, was like oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, it was like this is the peak, this is the height yeah. of. And you're finding movie. out what happened to Wolverine, you know, with Stryker and and his son yep. and like that storyline and Magneto and Mystique had to work with the X Men uh, temporarily and like they they bust Magneto out with. Well, Mystique does with the iron. Mystique does. Yeah, <laughs> in the prison guard. Yeah, and he's like, ooh, too much iron in your blood. And then just whew, just takes it all out of his body. And there was, like, blood spray and stuff. I was like, dang, oh, yeah. it's like they were flirting with that PG-13 uh, R rating. Uh, and then, and then he, he flies on a flattened disc of metal of that iron yeah. while having his arms like a genie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It it was like, hey, again, it's two thousand three. This was the And I remember yeah. at the end of the first one when they have Xavier and Magneto in like the plastic oh, yes. prison yep. playing chess and then they knock over a piece and they show the bottom like and it looks like metal at the bottom. Everyone's like, Oh, that's how it's gonna get down the next one. <laughs> and it's <No>. like <laughs> And it's just yeah. so funny that like they showed that like as a hint, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're not actually going that way." No, no, <laughs> not doing it. Yeah, um, and then yeah, the second movie was it was kind of like like the first movie crawled, second movie walked, yeah. and then the third, third movie, movie um, got put out behind fell the fell down some stairs. Maybe even hit the door jam on the way on the way at the bottom. Um, third movie was bad. Yeah, that was a rough movie. Uh, <sighs> X three. It was bad. Uh, or X Men three. I think it was no, X two, and that was. It, there wasn't even a. Th- it was just X Men: The Last Stand. They didn't even. Oh, put a I number. thought it was X three. No, they didn't even put a number right. on it. It's yeah, X Men, X two, and then X Men: The Last Stand. Um. Yeah, no consistency there. No. Uh, and that was just that's just it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. Uh-huh. There were a couple interesting things. Um 
the way that Jean Grey kills Professor X was pretty epic. Um, like, I mean, she literally makes his body explode. It was it was insane. But I mean, yeah, it was just it was it was rough. Kelsey um, Grammer as, as the Beast as Hank McCoy. Oh, like, no. Okay, so. <sighs> <laughs> like you know, from the cartoon, they had him being you know he was the genius, yep. and he was in this big beast form. Because it kind of like, sounds like he could be a genius, and he should have been the voice. Yes, or yes. like you know, because in that movie, like at no point they don't show him as a pre, like pre blue, nope, blue, right? No, but right. they do so, show Hank McCoy. I think in the second movie, a brief cameo on TV where he is. Yeah, well, human. that or that they're like putting a list of names on TV or something. But uh, like, he could have been like the voice actor, and then had like a, you know, I mean, who knows at the time if a CGI beast or was even possible. Like our mocap would have been work would have worked out, but. I mean, it could have, because they had Gollum just a couple years prior. You know, it's kind of like suffered the same thing as from Fantastic Four, having Michael Chiklis in this (laughs) foam rock suit, or you have, you know, Frasier in, like, it looks like a bootleg beast costume, and just like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And then trying to have him like make like angry facial expressions and all that—it's just and like the fake ro- hit again with the fake roar, like yeah, oh, man. And, yeah, and again, I, Beast I, is such a cool character, and it was such a missed opportunity. But I feel like you know it's kind of one of those that might just be hard to pull off in live action, like yeah. you know, in the cartoon they could do whatever because they could just make yeah. him this big. And just have a voice beast actor. of a character yeah. because and they have could just reading books that upside way. Whereas... Down. <laughs> yeah, whereas live yeah, action, so... it's, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah. So it's just I don't know. There's just a lot, a lot of frustrating parts <laughs> of that movie. Like, yeah, you know, supposedly like you know they show Scott and Jean Grey, and then like forty minutes later, you find out, oh yeah, she killed him. We're like, wait, wait, huh? What? Yeah. You it's know like, why okay, that happened, cause... right? Yes. Huh? You do? Go ahead. Go oh, on. I was just going to say, because James, James Marsden uh... got cast yeah. in Superman Returns, and either scheduling issue or Fox is like, screw you, you're leaving us just like Brian Singer left us. <laughs> yeah. And so yep. we're going to kill you off and not have you in the movie much. Yep. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, man, just, again, we get upset because we know the potential that these movies have, so then when they come out and they're bad, it's very disappointing, because we care about these properties, so that's why nerds like us get upset, um, but, like, you know, yeah, it was just... It was just a bad movie, you know, and like the the juggernaut was so bad. Uh yeah. Uh, and that that line that he says I I guess what at the time, 
even before like Facebook and all that stuff was everywhere was you know like a meme and then they put it into the movie the um, um, the juggernaut B yeah and I'm yeah. like I when I found out about that years later I'm like really like that's how little like, they cared what do you mean you found out like you, did you didn't see the movie at the time no I did but I didn't know like the the behind the scenes stuff until what do you mean? I don't... As far as like where that line came from, that line being okay. Made, I don't know what you are talking about. The the line "I'm the Juggernaut B" was yeah. a was a meme that like people made online, um, for like you know referencing I think like the '90s cartoon, and I okay. think even it was people even saying online like, "Hey, wouldn't it be funny if he says this in the movie?" And so Brett Ratner was like, "Okay, let's put it in the movie." Cause that'll be funny, but really, oh. when it's a movie that bad, it's just cringy, and yeah. um, like that's how little they cared about the movie, and <sighs> yeah, it was just disappointing. So, and then we go, we go from that one to another really disappointing movie. Now, which one is worse, this uh, X Men: The Last Stand or X Men: Origins? Wolverine. Um, huh, I don't know. <laughs> that is two sides of a bad coin. Yeah. Um, can can I can I make an admission? Can I make an okay. admission? When I first saw X Men Origins Wolverine, I liked it. Yeah, and I mean, I think I was in that boat with a lot of those movies too, because it's like. Oh man, here it is! Like, yeah, and like I've and I've said before, like a lot of these movies, I really like going in optimistically, and I of like course. I didn't want to leave, and I didn't. Well, then I didn't want to leave. Like, oh, this is, so like I would like try to find what good there was and like what I could pull from it. And at the time, I was like, oh, okay, there's Gambin, there's Bubble, and there, and then just like kind of like watching it again later, you're like, oh no, this is bad. Yeah, like, that's very bad. You know, but like being, <laughs> like it's so it's funny that it was so bad and how they treated like Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool that it was like the catalyst to like no, we need an actual Deadpool, Deadpool. movie where you don't where you don't like bastardize and, this, this. Yeah, and 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 have your lips sewn shut, even though your the whole point of Deadpool's character is that he's mouthy. Yeah, Mark, like. like the t- his tag one of his nicknames Merc with a mouth. Yes, and and but we get we get the setup of him actually having his lips sewn shut. The setup was Stryker saying, "Oh, if you didn't talk so much, you'd be the perfect soldier." Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if you can hear my eyes rolling, but my goodness, what a horrible line! And the guy that played Strike, why didn't they bring back Brian Cox? Why? Why, yeah, why did it have to be this other guy? Yeah. Uh, like, oh yeah, and then we, yeah, don't we get into that with, few, with well, the prequel movies, but like, yeah. my goodness, like, I, I get it was supposed to be a period piece, it was supposed to be like, you know, 20, 30 years before he met Xavier, but like, come Wait, on. Wait, what? Uh, uh, Wolverine, Origins Wolverine. That wasn't like thirty years. Yeah, 
It was like in the late seventies, early eighties. Oh, I didn't think. Oh yeah, because Stryker gets him and um, uh, Sabretooth, um, you know, from Vietnam. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, that was the best part of the movie was the montage of them going through fighting all the different wars. Yeah. Uh, for all that, for like Canada and America and stuff, like that was cool. That was awesome. Uh, and then, you know, Logan wanted to change his mind, and then he ended up with, uh, what's her name there, Silver Fox. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> listening to Kind of Funny's uh, reviews of the X-Men movies years ago, um, Greg Miller's wife noticed that when he finds Silver Fox's uh, quote-unquote dead body, um, she says there's blood but there's no wound there's no wound where it's like it's just blood smeared on her body (laughs) like if he just looked he would see she's just like maybe knocked out but she's not hurt you know she's not dead (laughs) i mean it's a bad movie yeah let's we don't need to keep like we don't need to beat a dead horse (laughs) they just like, I don't know. Like, it just... It was rough. There could have been more, or... But just, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Now, do we want to stay in the Wolverine trilogy, or do we want to go... Yeah, like, as like, well. ...release order? Okay. So, the Wolverine, that's the one... Um, that was very, like, obviously based on... Not Old Man Logan, but it's just just Logan. In there Japan, was a storyline of like you know him in the comics where like him in like Japan yeah. against like, and it was like that. Uh, that was another one. Like all these like Wolverine movies, it's like they tried to connect it to the X, like to that X Men world, but it's then very they weren't connected. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was like it was and, like they made hints that like. He just kind of went off to do his own thing, but it also isn't actually part of the X-Men universe, but it kind of is. Like, it wasn't, even at this time, because Wolverine came out in 2013. So we were post-Avengers. So they were already starting to be like this blueprint of like, hey, you can do a universe where things carry over from movie to movie, you know? But like, for whatever reason, the... Fox Studios just still wanted to do it their way. Um, I I kind of liked the Wolverine. I thought it was a huge, huge improvement from Origins. Um, oh, yeah. But it still wasn't great. Um, there was, like, weird stuff with the, with the Viper Lady and, um, you know, just, like, just some weird decisions. But overall, it was still... It was a lot of fun that oh dude that the L train scene where they fuck yeah, oh that my was good. gosh and he like does the fake thing and the guy jumps and hits the hits the sign oh yeah. it's like ooh ooh every time oh but um but yeah it it had fun moments um it had, I think the kind of funny guys called him Japanese Hawkeye um the one guy with the bow and arrow uh, oh, okay. but um but yeah it was. It was alright. And then uh Logan though. Logan is one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Yeah. And 
I even think just a great movie in general. Yeah, it was, and it's been, you know, I don't think I've seen it since it came out. Okay. Uh, it was just good, and like, you know, they kind of, again, just separate from the movies, like the extra movies, just kind of went and did their thing, and... Yeah. And, yeah, just, you know, dark and depressing, but... So heartbreaking. Yeah, but just, yeah, and, like, you know, very violent, you know, but good. It was just a good movie, and, We got to see Stephen Merchant being a, like, really serious actor. He was, um, Cabal, I think is... Maybe. Uh, his character's name... Uh, but he's like, he's, uh, like basically albino and like, can't really be in the sun. And like, he wasn't funny. He was in that movie Uh to play a very serious role and he was kind of an idiot, uh, at the beginning. (laughs) Um, but like, oh my gosh, that movie is just so good. The, the scene where, um, Xavier is having the seizure and it's just causing that whole casino that they're in. Um, to go nuts and so you know Logan's struggling down the hall and as he going he like stabs the dude through the head oh so so brutal but so good and like he's the only one that that can take you know the pain even though his healing factor is wearing off you know oh my gosh and and I and I heard another nugget from kind of funny was they they what that shaking that they show they they um you know, a lot of those guys, like, they dive deep into the movies and stuff to find out how things are shot. And that scene, all they did was, like, they they figured out a way to actually shake the camera without it, like, you know how you get it where it, like, looks like a, like a handheld camera. It was, okay. it was a different way to hold it or, like, a different stand. And they shook the camera and then everybody else just kind of stood still and then they were able to do the effects over it. But a lot of a lot of that blurriness was because of just them shaking the camera with a certain tool or certain way and stuff. It was really cool. Um, like that movie, that movie is definitely something special. And it's probably for me uh, the only one that really rivals like The Dark Knight as like a truly top tier, amazing, like impactful story superhero movie. Um, it's just so good. Um, but. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, they made Hugh Jackman look younger with X twenty four. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, like that was that was pretty crazy, and he was just like, you just see Logan just getting weaker and weaker by the minute in the movie. It's like, and the end gets me every time, man. I've I watched the movie like two or three yeah. times, and all three times, like that ending just chokes you up. I'm not like yeah. sobbing, you know, I'm not like Toy Story 3 or something like that, but like, <laughs> you know, it gets you, it hits you, it hits you hard. So, um, and that's probably going to be the height of the X-Men movies, uh, as we now move into the prequels. Well, well um, no, I would say, uh, First Class and Days of Future Past were both very yes. good movies. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. So it is not fair. Or not, I shouldn't say it's not fair. It's rare that you have two characters and two actors like Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, great chemistry, 
and then they're able to find this the same kind of chemistry with two completely different younger actors with James McAvoy and Michael um, Fassbender. Fassbender. Like, how is that possible? They were so, uh, both sets of actors, so awesome together. Um, Fassbender, just in that first class movie, just on a revenge mission. Um, And like, that scene in Argentina where he like stabs the dude in the hand, lifts the knife up, throws it with his magnetic ability to stab the one guy, brings it back, stabs the guy back in that same hand. Like, oh oh my gosh, like that scene is so good. It reminded me of like Tarantino movies where there's like very tense uh, dialogue building up to a, a brief, you know, like action scene. So good, so good. Um, you know, and the rest of the movie, like, it is very good. There are some the, some weird spots of Banshee. Like, what, what is his powers? That they figure out <clears throat> that he can fly by just pushing him with a wingsuit and hoping he's not gonna fall and die. Dude, it's a movie about mutants. We don't know mutants are impervious to. You know, falling from high heights. <laughs> Xavier didn't the, know he was going to do that. The levels that you nitpick are astounding to me. I mean, I what? don't know if that's necessarily a nitpick. Because all, all he knew about Banshee at that time was that he could do the do the sound from his mouth. He didn't know if you put Banshee parallel to the ground that he could stay lifted off the ground because of the sound waves he creates. Come on. Okay. Come on. Whatever. Move Come on. on. If it wasn't 11 o'clock at night, you'd be agreeing with me. No, I wouldn't because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, who cares? <laughs> it makes for an interesting sequence of him trying to figure out how yeah, to do it. I, I know. Once he figured it out, it was it was kind of cool. Um, but, um, but, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was, like, um, it was cool to see Mystique and Xavier growing up as friends um like because with the original movies you just always had the impression that she was always with magneto uh, but she was yeah. not. um and i don't do you do you know anything about the x-men comics like was that did they ever go back that far to where Zane i don't know i mean young? it's kind of hard to say because i think okay. once the movies came out then there'd be comics kind of like retconning with stuff, that with kind of retconning okay. so it's like I think originally no. Okay. But then they changed it with the movies, so. Okay. So it's kind of like the know. movie making a cool choice to like show a different spin. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I thought that was a really neat like way to show it, and then obviously like just how the X Men got started and stuff, and the first first time you see Cerebro, and like they're working with uh, the CIA was it yeah yeah like that was pretty cool um and that actor that was like the cia agent um well he had rose Byrne, but then the the guy um he's always so funny and such a good actor i forget his name but um shout out to him because he was he was great in that first movie and then shout out to the guy we don't remember his name (laughs) he knows his name he knows who he is he listens um (laughs) but um 
you know, one of the other standout scenes being when they when the bad guys find out where all the kids are uh, in oh, yeah. the CIA building, and they uh, the red guy who I guess in comic canon is Nightcrawler's dad. Um, he's just picking up guys and just dropping them, just dropping them and letting yeah. them die. Like so violent, and and like if he wasn't killing them from a high fall, uh, he was stabbing them through with his tail. Um, uh, yeah, that scene was, that scene was intense and it was weird. It was a little weird that they got the Cuban Missile Crisis involved. With yeah. That. That, was, that was a weird call. But we did get to see Michael Ironside because of that. So that was pretty cool. He's always a fun actor to see. Um, yeah. <laughs> you hush your mouth. Uh, he's in, he's in Starship Troopers. That man's a legend. <laughs> He's in such classics as Starship Troopers. Hey, hey, you shut your mouth. That movie is a classic. It is a brilliantly stupid movie, and it's awesome. Anyways, um, but then Days of Future Past, man, that is... Like, like okay, it, yeah, great movie. <laughs> but, oh my god, like, jumping from first class yeah. to that... It seemed like, like they had $15 million to $200 million, something like that. Like, but just like, and like the scope of mm-hmm. the story, like, okay, we're going to just show this and then like, nope, we're going to go freaking <laughs> nuts, crazy balls to the wall. Yeah. Like, yep. We're in the future. We're in, we're a hundred years, almost a hundred years in the past or no, like 50, about 50 years in the past. Yeah. And just like. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Uh, I get that. Then when they went back in time, it was then synced up, kind of like following the time frame of yeah. first class. But you know, when you're watching again that movie, you're seeing all these other like futuristic and all that. And you're just like, wait, did I, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, is there a movie between nope that one and this one? <laughs> nope. Like, yeah. Oh like man. The scope of the movie just going it's into huge. it was just. Like, and there's a lot, like, there's a lot that happens in that movie. I mean, it starts off with them hiding from the Sentinels, and the Sentinels are terrifying. Yeah. Like, in the cartoon, they're kind of slow and, like, you know, they're gigantic. Yeah. But, but well, kind in, of... In the, well, in the movie, you know, these are more, like, advanced. Yeah. Yeah, Sophisticated versions. But when you hear Whereas... Sentinel, you think, I, I at least for me, I thought of the 90s cartoon. So oh, yeah. when when you see these sentinels, you're like, my God, those are terrifying! Like, and they were yeah. made of a of an of like a different alloy that Magneto couldn't control them. You know, they look metal, but they're yeah. not really metal. Um, and they were adaptive oh. to powers and yeah, but yeah. So, but yeah, they were terrifying. And then Wolverine just... gets sent back in time through his mind, through his mind <laughs> to his younger self. <laughs> And he's when he wakes up, he's naked. They show his butt, yeah. which it's like, whoa. Which is, it's just weird though that like, Kitty Pride, yeah. like, okay, she can phase through things through walls. Why does that mean that she can then use that to send minds places? Like, I guess she was phasing his mind through time, and space. Oof. I, hey. The X-Men powers are all very... A lot of them are very wishy-washy. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like... Wishy-washy. Yeah, it's quite the leap from... Okay, yeah. she can go through walls and stuff to... 
Yeah. Like that advanced. I get that they had her further down the road, yes. more advanced with her powers, but I'm like, these don't really line up with what she can actually do. Yeah, and it's, I've always had the thought of like X-Men or mutants in general kind of have like their primary power and their secondary power. But it kind of feels like if Kitty Pride was able to learn that, that would be her primary power. Like that yeah. is, like you can alter, <clears throat> you can alter obviously the world by doing that, and she does with Wolverine being her guinea pig essentially because of his healing factor. But like, yeah, and like you have, you have a drug addicted young Xavier who is yeah. addicted to painkillers because he doesn't want to be in a wheelchair. Uh, you have the uh, Hank McCoy, who isn't blue anymore, even though he was blue at the end of the first class. Was he on drugs also to make himself not blue anymore? I think. I think yeah. it was something that, like, Not he as heavy of drugs something. as Xavier, but like... And then... But you've also got Beast uh, enabling... He's enabling yeah. Xavier. And then we find out that Magneto was framed for the assassination of John F. Kennedy yeah. because the because the bullet bent. And he says later on in the movie, like, oh, uh, you know, I was trying to make it not hit him. He was trying to protect him. Um, we meet Quicksilver. And he has the greatest scene in all of the X-Men movies ever. Yeah. Uh, with that song, like, uh, no, say, uh, one of one, one of, of? The okay, because okay. I mean, we talked about that Nightcrawler scene from that's X2. True. That's true, that's the Argentina like, scene in first class for me. The 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 hand stabby, oh, yeah, or the knife, no, the hand. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so I would say one of the best. I went, oh, oh, is that my end? Yeah, that's on your end. Hey, sirens going S- by. Sirens, sirens are on Smitty's end. Yeah. Um, oh, now I'm thinking about back from first class. The way that Kevin Bacon being the villain, we oh, totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, didn't even mention the bacon. And January Jones being the most boring Emma Frost that's ever been cast. Um, yeah. But the way that they kill Kevin Bacon, oh, it was Sebastian Shaw, where yeah. Xavier freezes him. And then Magneto slowly makes the quarter go through his head. Yeah. And you have you have the mirroring shot of Xavier feeling that pain while it's going through because he was trying to get Sebastian Shaw to stop. And it's just my like what a shot. Like, okay, now I'm starting to see, okay, it's one of the Quicksilver scene is is yeah. one of the best. But like Quicksilver mentioning, like, oh, my mom dated a guy with uh, metal with magnetic powers. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, because that's your dad. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was cool. And Evan Peters like just just playing Quicksilver perfectly. Um, so cool. Yeah, like like that dine the, the kitchen scene with oh. all the guards and. And you'd think they'd play like a crazy, like maybe electronic hype song or something like that. No, it's some song. Uh, it's, it, it was a song I had never heard before. I don't know if you had, but "Time in a Bottle," and yeah. it's just a slow, like chill song. Cause he's got it. He's got everything under control. He's just like shifting the bullets around, you know, making guys like, punch yeah, themselves in the face. The faces <laughs> oh, and... 
so and like and then like faces. just like tapping their elbow to like yeah. push it and yep. oh, yeah oh so good like and then man. one day like then like speed up time and like he stops mm-hmm. and then you just see it all like happen at once yep like a like, domino you're like, wait, 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 wait. like watching <laughs> yeah. like, 15 different things happen when he's running along sideways along the wall and he puts his finger out through the soup oh for the, <laughs> yeah soup. it's so good it's so funny um and then uh yeah days of future past like that was good it was it was weird at the end with magneto it was brutal when he sends the 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 um the metal through logan's body and then just tosses him into the sea and like logan can't move because he's got metal oh, yeah. you know the the rebar thank you the rebar i don't know why i said thank you um, yeah, he said the rebar through him and then tossed him in the sea and <clears throat> he lifted an entire baseball stadium put it around yeah. where the president was and then after the conflict ends and all, and the dust settles and everything they just let him fly off <laughs> he was wanted and was put into a pentagon prison deep underground he gets busted out they have him there and they just let him fly off it's like wait is he is he you know done being a suspect or or you know in prison for the for the assassination like what's going on like and if anything he put president nixon in danger too like what's happening yeah. right now it's just like <clears throat> what Lots started to, but just like what started to bug me about those movies was like mm-hmm. the heaven need on our side and then at the end oh no he does his own he thing he goes bad yeah, yeah, yeah. next yeah, movie heaven need on our side mm-hmm. oh no we pull something sneaky now and then going into so but yeah with that movie like, it's still fun, great but yeah but, but you know lots of things you can poke holes yeah. But it's still a fun movie. Yes. And then there was Apocalypse. <laughs> I, you sound I, so beaten down. <laughs> that's what those movies did to me. Yeah. I'd get hyped and like, you know, again. First two as, would be good. And then but, the third one. But like as someone, you know, kid of the 90s, watching a cartoon, I think of X-Men and Apocalypse. I'm like, oh Apocalypse man. was terrifying. Like, Giant and you could do, and then they and he get, could make himself grow bigger to be more yeah intimidating, large right? and like kind of sheep shift his <laughs> arms to different like things and like claws and a hammer yeah. and and then they get tiny uh, Oscar Isaac. I think I'm tall as an Oscar Isaac. Yeah, and, and the just, only time they have him be big is when he's in a vision in Xavier's mind. Yeah, like, he, Oscar and, Isaac. Just like with Frasier, he could have been the voice of Apocalypse or even put him in that suit. Because I honestly, I had no idea that that it was Oscar Isaac. Like looking at him, you have no idea yeah. that it's actually him. Put him in a suit and then do that effect. Why was Apocalypse not scarier? You know? Yeah. Like, and, just, and why did we have Olivia yeah. Munn as Psylocke? She's not a great. Like, actress <laughs> but i mean i mean she's not bad but in that movie they really didn't ever do like do they anything. showed all these scenes in the trailers she's like oh a car in half with her 
telekinetic yeah, and, sword. But then, like, that was it. Like, <clears throat> like, And then at the end, again, she just runs off. She runs away yeah. from the concept. That movie, I remember, like I said, I said in this episode, I've said in previous, mm-hmm. one of these movies, when I leave, I'm like, you know, this was good. This was, I love that movie. I was PO'd. Yeah. I was like, they you know what? They did it to us again. Like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of going to these X-Men movies. Being duped. And then, like, being suckered in by a couple good ones. And then just, like, kicked in the balls <laughs> by yeah. a boring, lackluster. Yeah. And then what happened in this one? All, like, oh, it's Apocalypse. But no, at the end, Magneto doing some, <laughs> like... Third movie in a row, ending with him pulling some stuff, and then Xavier's got to, like, talk him down, or someone's got to talk him down. And then, like... And the movie had a strong start. The movie actually had a strong start. Like, they show Apocalypse, like, when he woke up, right, he was putting the guys into the walls to kill them. Like, that was... Dude, I'm just saying, I think my... You tried to forget that movie, right? I think I watched it once. Okay. Like, I think my mom bought for me for Christmas once. Like, I've why'd only you seen buy this for me? I did. As well. I saw it in the theaters, and that was it. Okay. You have much more vivid me- memories of stuff than I okay. do. I'm like, I don't. The only other thing that I remember that was cool, and again, this was towards the beginning, was when Magneto's family is killed in front of him. Because, <laughs> because yes, in between. No, but you're... No, but just you're like the one thing that was cool. Yeah, was when yeah. family was killed in front of him. With, like, yes, maybe a different choice of words. Yeah, so which it, which is crazy that in between those movies, again, ten years, but he aged one or two years. Uh, in between the the time of those movies, he got married and had a daughter. Uh they find out he he like accidentally uses his powers where where he's working and exposes him as a mutant someone, right? to save someone, yep. Yeah. And like he 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 did the right thing. He saved someone, but those dang muties, they got to be hunted down even if they do good. And so they come and they uh I think they shoot something. I think they shoot and he tries to like deflect it or yes. like something and then hit his daughter. His daughter. Yep. And then I think and they then he his like wife. Went, then he went nuts. Yeah. Got all them and then he went to like the factory he was working at. And I remember like he like like shut the doors and like just yes. went nuts with everyone. Well, the soldiers or police officers that killed that, you know, inadvertently killed his family. Yeah. He took he killed them by taking his daughter's like locket and making the the chain of the locket go around and like cut all their uh, throats. That was the yeah, that was like that. it was a cool use of his powers and then they do nothing with him. He becomes an agent of apocalypse along with Storm and Psylocke and I don't even remember the fourth person cuz they were supposed to be the force yeah. the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Horsemen. And they do nothing. They do jack. And, and that's my issue yeah. with like how these X Men movies going to be. Like, you know, the trio there's all that, and like it's all this like it's kind of like Hype. they they sell you on the stuff that you remembered, and then it's just a lot of nothing. Like it's just you're like, like I remember leaving that. I'm like, what the hell? Like nothing <laughs> happened. Like yeah, or nothing new happened. Yeah, it was. 
you know, then eventually, you know, Xavier and Magneto, like, all three movies end, like, the same way. Like, it was just, I just remember being, like, like, I was just left and I was annoyed. And I was like, no, this is not a good movie. I wasn't happy. Like, it was just like, yeah, like, you know, they take the Apocalypse character who's supposed to, you know, just be so crazy intimidating. And he was nothing. He was, like, practically a non-factor. I was scared of his character in the cartoon. Like, he was terrifying in the cartoon. And, yeah, he was, like, barely a blip in the movie. Yeah. Like... So, and the, the one, like, one of the few shiny moments in that movie was because they had to try and follow up the Quicksilver scene in Days of Future's oh, Past yeah. was... Him in the mansion, which wasn't as good as the one no. in Days of Future's Past. It was kind of like they tried to be like, okay, we'll do it again. We'll do and it again. Like, yeah. And just. They did have a cool song. It was Eurythmics. I don't remember. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, it was like, let's try and recreate that. But like, that first time was so unique and special that trying it was to different, recreate yeah. it it's yeah. like uh kind of like matrix with bullet time like how that first one like that was like oh my god that was revolutionary yeah and then everything did afterwards and <laughs> you're like oh all right yeah so it's like yeah like that scene in the in days of future's past was just like oh my goodness this is so cool and unique yep. but then when they went back to that well again you're like yeah that was good and then Simon but, yeah. the hedgehog did it too Yes, but that was <laughs> that was fun. Funny. <laughs> hey, uh, also, just I know we're not going to talk about the Deadpool movies, but Apocalypse came out in the same year as the first Deadpool movie. Okay. So in the same year, we had two wildly opposite levels of quality of like superhero Marvel movies, where Deadpool was so great and X Men Apocalypse was so terrible. I have it on the Wikipedia. It came out in February. Deadpool came out in February twelfth, twenty sixteen, and X Men Apocalypse May twenty seventh, twenty sixteen. So they were three months apart. Oh, I thought Apocalypse was earlier than that. I mean, I no. believe you, but I just I thought that was thought it came out before that. Uh, uh Apocalypse. It's boring. It's slow. Not much actually happens. And it was so disappointing after how great Days of Future Past Days of, was. Yeah, and that was one of the That's more part of the frustrating problem. parts was like, yeah. it came off of such a fun, unique, like, kind of like, you know, world-bridging movie. And then just like this, just like, meh. Like, just heard of yeah, a movie. Yeah, that sound. <laughs> it's, just, it, it, it's not even meh. Yeah. Like, it's just like a... Like, it, it was just... I just remember leaving it, like, disappointed and frustrated. Yeah. And just, like, being like, you know what? I'm tired of forcing myself to try and find... Like, this was just not a good movie. Like, to the point that then when trailers and stuff started coming out for Dark Phoenix, I'm like... The thing is, like... <laughs> I see the trailer, I'm watching it, I'm like, 
and like having watched the trailers for Apocalypse and all that, and then seeing Apocalypse, I know, I know, I see exactly what they're doing. Uh-huh. I'm like, they're like you're building it up and you're making it all dramatic, and it's just gonna be the Wet same turn. stupid. <laughs> and like, I did not see Dark Phoenix. Neither did I. I did not. I I'm refused not waste to. Time, I'm like, yeah. no. Exactly. I'm like, you know what? They've wasted enough of my time, my money, my passion for this stuff, my desire. I was like, no. And my dignity is worth more than that. About, <laughs> and a lot of what I heard about that movie was that it wasn't a good movie. Yeah. Like, and it's, but it was just like watching the trailer. I was like, literally, I was, no, I see what you're doing now. <laughs> like, it took me a while. Yep. But, like, Apocalypse was literally what, like, like everything switched, and, like, my eyes opened, and I'm like, I see what you're doing with these trailers, and, like, you've, like, you lost me with that movie, and, like, you're not, you're not getting me this time. And I just, it just looked, like, bad and the fact that like can we leave the dark phoenix or phoenix story alone like like you why got does a Grey always have to just yeah, be like, phoenix you got a second shot at these x-men movies like Something is different. fox or because it was brian or i mean grand brian singer didn't do it maybe because he was like no i gotta do my take on it mm-hmm. like just like you got a second chance at these movies why do you have to go down walk down the same path and just yeah so i was disappointing i i refuse to watch it yeah like it's just like like, no you're not getting me this time and again dark phoenix delayed uh i think once or twice um and ended up coming out in 2019 same year that we got Avengers Endgame. Like, you've got a movie that shows you how to do it and how to, like, culminate the building yeah. of a universe over 11 years. And then you got the wet fart. Yeah. That was And the Dark fact Phoenix. that they kept pushing that movie back because they're, like, they were doing reshoots and fixing this because, like, mm-hmm. I think so I heard that they had done, like, yeah, test screenings and, like, Things are coming back really bad, yeah. so they were like Jennifer Lawrence didn't even want to wear the the mystique, mystique makeup anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just it's kind of like when when you find out about movies, you know that that were made that that are bad, and like when you hear all the backstage stuff too or behind the scenes stuff, it's like, oh yeah, of course those things went wrong on the set of a bad movie. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, just infighting and, yeah, like, and some reshoots and... And just, yeah, like, nothing about that movie looked good to me. And that's oh. why, like, you and I have talked, you know, a lot of speculation on how Marvel MCU was going to bring X-Men in. And that's why I've said to you, I'm like, I do not want them to, like, use the whole multiverse to try and, like, bring... The the Fox X Men oh, into yeah. MCU. I'm like they need to, you know, put the match to that. Let it like it's done. It's dead. Let it you know let it lie. Like start if you're gonna do X Men in the MCU, just you need let to there start be mutants clean. in this universe. Like 
And yeah, granted, like, they've gone this far into it, said they have to figure out some way to introduce it or make it seem like, because, you know, we're so far in, like, where, where have they been this whole time? If that's going to be a story, I don't know how. But just in my opinion, they need to not All new try to bridge. Wipe the slate. They need to not try to bridge the one. And being that you just have now seen Doctor Strange, uh-huh. uh, see that, like, that slight connection. Yep. And that's all I'll say. Yep. But like, I just think they need to just completely clean slate. Yeah. Let MCU do what they do with it, and just brand in. Like, there needs to be no connection to any previous X Men movie aside from what they're gonna be doing with Deadpool, bringing Deadpool over. Yes. That's the one exception because yep. that makes sense. But yeah, there needs to be zero connections between these Fox X-Men movies and what the MCU is going to do, in my opinion. Yeah. I I I'm I I'm pretty much with you. Like I won't be mad if they get James McAvoy to be Xavier. I won't be mad if they get Fastbender to be Magneto. Uh, but I also trust that if they go a different direction that they're going to make the right casting choices. And they're going to hopefully find two more guys that are still on that same level of chemistry. Or, you know, there's other X-Men villains. It doesn't have to be Magneto. Well, I mean, if they're going to bring in X-Men. Maybe eventually. Maybe eventually. They can't be, like, the third movie, like, or build the Magneto. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. It doesn't doesn't have to be It's kind of like with Batman. Like, it doesn't always have to be the Joker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. The one thing that I've always had a problem with with Marvel and the X Men is like in Marvel's universe, we have superheroes that are revered: Spider Man, Captain America. Um, I mean, Iron Man doesn't really have powers unless you know he's out of when he's out of his suit. But like all these superpowered individuals, but if they're mutant, they're bad. Yeah, I've never understood that part of Marvel, like canon, like why if if the X Men are gonna be a problem like that because of their powers, don't integrate them with any other superhero because it just. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're a mutant and you have powers, that's bad. But if you're a human and you have power, like, if you're not a mutant and you just have powers, then you're okay. Like, I've yeah. never, ever, ever, ever understood that part of of that, of the whole thing with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Stan Lee ever came up with something about that, anybody else. I don't know. But, like, it's always been weird. Um, I am excited for what Deadpool is going to look like with now that he's you know part of disney um but uh i think now that at least on the streaming service maybe they'll throw logan and the deadpool movies in there and have it be part of that parental access thing that they did for the netflix you know tv series yeah um i'd love to see that because uh i had i don't think i've seen logan 
well since you know I saw it a few years ago so like I said I watched it two or three times and that's been it so I'd love to see it again but like I'm very I'm very hopeful for what they can do I think what Disney I think purchased Fox in like 2019 I do think it's funny that like Marvel sold away you know that that property Fantastic Four and Spider-Man you know to Fox and Sony um you know and then they did their own thing and then became so big and successful enough with the backing of Disney that they're like yeah we'll just instead of buying those properties back we'll just buy the studio <laughs> yeah <laughs> except for Spider-Man Spider-Man is still with Sony but um that's yeah. gi- that's given us stuff like Morbius another superhero movie they were like Nah. Oh god. Now nah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We're good. Don't need to see that. So, but yeah. yeah. All right. I, yeah, any last I think that wraps on, it up. Uh, any last thoughts on the X-Men movies? Again, I mean there's there's more bad than good. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, you know, if we counted the Deadpool movies, it would bring it up a bit cuz those two movies are Yeah. a lot of fun. Um, but overall, yeah, the, the X-Men movies on their own are just disappointing, you know, that's, like, that's the word. You know, lots of shining moments, Yes. but unfortunately brought down by, by a lot of bad, but yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard, it's heartbreaking because we know that the X-Men can be very, very cool and they were just yeah. in the wrong hands for a long time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we kept bringing up the cartoon and, you know, be remiss about how Disney Plus is going to have the the continuation of the cartoon. X-Men 97. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they're calling it, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. See how they go about, like, hopefully let the people who were involved just kind of do their thing and see how it goes. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, as we've said, uh, this is you know calling it our season finale while we you know take take summer off, kind of recharge, trying to come up with topics and all that. So, uh, but we'll try and post you know try and see if there's anything we can post during the summer on our social media, Twitter yeah. and Instagram at Smitty FM Podcast. Uh, we'll yeah try to. Stay someone active, maybe I don't know, we'll figure out maybe something to try and keep posting since right now all we do is really post, you know, when the new episodes are out so mm-hmm. see if we we'll figure out something but yeah, follow us on there uh, you know, share and like, comment mm-hmm. you know, interact yeah. or share the posts, please to, yeah. you know, let other people see uh, rate us five stars on Spotify. Five star uh, slash. Yep. Rate us, give us the RVD on Spotify, and uh, that helps you know, you know, show the podcast to other people and get us out there. And you know, if people, if you know people who haven't been listening yet, you know, we'll not have you know a little over fifty because we had a couple bonus episodes, but. Fifty episodes for people to kind of binge on until we come back in the in the fall or late summer, and yeah, 
you know, spread the word. Let people yeah. know what we got out here. Yeah, let them know that you can hear us on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a few other places. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're out there on, on some of the streaming services and working on getting some more. Maybe that's something I can work on over the summer is trying to get those other ones opened up and registered and get the backlog of episodes uh, onto those services. So, um, yep. yeah, that's... Uh, gonna be gonna be a nice summer to like like smitty said you know recharge build up the uh build up the topic tank and um uh yeah just uh come back with uh with renewed uh gusto and and energy so yeah smitty yeah. it's been a fun 50 episodes yeah <laughs> With Fun. some bonuses in there too. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been good. And like I said, uh, we'll come back once kind of like school starts again. And, you know, um, we'll just be back. And, yeah. So for Ryan, Raga, Amy, I am Justin Smitty Smith. Thank you for listening to the Smitty FM podcast. And we will catch you back in the fall. That's right. Keep it locked.